Good morning, and welcome to the radio broadcasts of the Brinesburg Missionary Baptist Church. Shall harm me, for I'm sure. 
shall hear the call from heaven's portals. Come home, my child, it's the last mile you must try. I'll fall asleep and wake in God's new heaven. Sheltered safe within the arms of God. So let the storms rage high, the dark clouds rise. They won't worry me, for I'm sheltered safe within the arms of God. He walks with me, and naught of earth shall harm me, for I'm sheltered in the arms of God. Yes, I'm to keep you safely in between the lines I tried to put you in the box that I designed I tried to pull you down so we are eye to eye When did I forget that you've always been the king of the world I tried to take life back right out of the hands of the king of the world how could I make you so small when you're the one who holds it all when did I forget 
This is a great song as we enter a new year to revive us again. A new start, revive us, Lord. Here we go, let's sing it together. We praise thee, O God, for the summit of confused I know I heard you 
loud and clear, so I followed through. Somehow I ended up here. I don't want to think I may never understand that my broken heart is a part of your plan. When I'm gonna, all I got is hurt and these four words. Thy will be done. Thy will be done. Thy will be done. I know you're good. This don't feel good right now. And I know you think of things I could never think about. It's hard to count it all joy, distracted by the noise, just trying to make sense of all your promises. Sometimes I gotta stop, remember that you're God and I
you say his name this morning, say it. What is it? Jesus. Jesus. Say it again. Jesus. Something. How great you are, our King.
Today you'll be listening to the message preached at Bryansburg Missionary Baptist Church during our Sunday morning worship service. May God bless you as you listen to his message. Be back at Bryansburg Baptist Church. I'm Jonathan Clark, the campus minister at Murray State University BCM and also uh, play a role in making sure that there's a, a church-owned gospel presence on the campuses of our Paducah campus, our Henderson campus, Owensboro campuses, Hopkinsville, Madisonville, uh, with Murray State being uh, my primary campus. So it's always great to be back here. I'm very thankful for Bronzeburg Baptist um, being uh, employed by the Kentucky Baptist Convention. Uh, you, you might not realize this, but Bronzeburg Baptist really is uh, a significant player in KBC work. Um, the, 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 the way you guys uh, give monetarily and proportionally to the cooperative program uh, is, is leading, is leading the, 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 the way in Kentucky Baptist churches, uh, whether you realize that or not. So I'm very grateful uh, for you guys. I'm very grateful for Brad and his leadership of this local body and also the ministry he does in Marshall County and also uh, from a state convention level. He is a, he's a leader in the Kentucky Baptist Convention. And I know you realize uh, how fortunate you are to have Brad as your pastor. And uh, as am I grateful to have him in this, in this region. Uh, one of the things that does make uh, Southern Baptist churches distinct is uh, the cooperative program. Uh, when, when, when churches pool their money together to give a proportion of that to the cooperative program, we're able to do more uh, collectively than we're able to do individually. And so as you get to the cooperative program, it allows uh, campuses to have a, a gospel-centered um, ministry on those campuses. It allows for our uh, Sunrise Children's Home to, to ensure that uh, our, our families and our, our kids who are, who are in foster care or orphaned uh, will, will have an opportunity to be in a, in a Christ-centered, uh, biblical-based uh, home. Uh, it allows for our international missionaries and our North American missionaries to, to serve and not have to worry with the burden of what it means to be uh, raising support and things of that sort. Uh, it helps our seminaries, our Baptist seminaries, uh, function and, and allow uh, tuition for students so that they're not having to worry with the burden of financial aid and student loans uh, once they graduate. So thank you, Brinesburg Baptist, for your uh, ministry, not only here in uh, Marshall County and Benton, but also uh, as you help take the gospel uh, to, the, to the nations through your, through your generosity. You'll have to pardon my lack of cutting edge graphics, but take a look at this, at this picture of this escalator. So if, if you've ever uh, 
been to a, to a mall or a place where there's escalators, uh, I'm, I'm sure uh, you're often tempted, if not now, uh, at one point in your life to go the opposite way. In fact, just last week we were at the Discovery Park and uh, security called out my son for running uh, up the down escalator. And, um, but anyway, I, I know if we've never done it, we want to do it. So uh, just think for a minute, looking at, at this graphic, uh, we're running up. This, this runner, this represents us, uh, and this is the down escalator that is the world. And here we are trying to run up this uh, down escalator with godliness at the top, ungodliness at the bottom. So there are only three things you can do on an escalator, to my knowledge. I'm sure there's more, but there are three things you can. Uh, you can you can run the opposite way. You can run with the current and get there quicker, or you can stand there and do nothing and just go wherever it, it takes you. So to get to the top of this particular worldly escalator with godliness as our goal, uh, we need to run faster than our surroundings. We need to run faster than the things that are trying to push us down towards ungodliness, things like temptation, things like apathy, false doctrine, uh, our lack of spiritual discipline, disobedience. To get to the bottom, simply you just turn and you run down that escalator. Uh, just a blatant uh, abandoning instruction from the Word, deliberate disobedience and rebellion, or consciously choosing to sin, which is the essence of what Romans 12, 1 and 2 speaks of, not conforming to the patterns of the world, but being transformed by the renewing uh, of our minds. But if you simply do nothing, if you simply do nothing on this down world escalator, um, in your walk with the Lord, uh, you're still, you're still going to end up at the bottom. Simply doing nothing uh, will not equate to growth. Uh, in fact, it will do just the opposite. Apathy leads to ungodliness. Simply doing nothing in your walk with the Lord will lead to ungodliness. Passively sitting in the midst of the world will not render the desired results of a life in Christ. We're going to be reading the book of Psalms, chapter number one, in its entirety. Fortunately, it's a short one. I'm sure many of you are familiar with this, with this passage. As you're turning there, uh, if you're a note taker, just three easy words. They all begin with the letter P. We're going to look at our position. We're going to look at our practice. Then we're going to look at the product. We're going to look at our position, our practice, and then the product. So if you're a note taker, Easy, easy peasy. Psalm 1. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in season, and its leaf does not wither. In all that he does he prospers. The wicked are not so, but they are like the chaff that the wind drives away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. We're going to unpack these three, uh, these three words, our position, the practice, and the product. So what is the position of the blessed man. What is the position of the blessed woman? Blessed is the man who. Uh, the position of the blessed man as it relates to us, the position of being blessed does not mean that we're going to live an easy life. Uh, part of being blessed is the element of suffering. It does not mean that we'll have a bunch of stuff. Uh, it does not mean that we're going to have great looks, although this church is the exception. You all are blessed in that area. It does not necessarily mean health, wealth, or prosperity in the way the world views prosperity. It does not necessarily mean that God is going to always answer our prayers in the way in which we think He should be answering our prayers. This is not what it is referring to when it comes to this word blessed. This is talking about our position. This is a, a positional word. Uh, what does it mean positionally to be blessed? Um, it is our, our standing before God 
through the work of Christ and our response to the work of Christ, which is faith, repentance, belief. Our position before God is blessed. Therefore, our position before God is we are now holy if we have responded to the work of Jesus Christ. We are now redeemed. We are, our, our position is pure. We are adopted. We are spotless. We are forgiven. This is our position before God as blessed. And this is how God sees those of us who have, by faith, believed and repented, having embraced Christ as Savior. We are blessed. The position of the wicked, however, the position of the wicked as it relates to us, if we fall into this category, it means that we have not come to a place of belief, faith, repentance, having embraced Christ as Savior. And as a result of that, we are separated from God. We are destined for an eternity separated from God in hell. It could mean that our behavior is good according to the world's standards of good, but our position might still be that of wicked. So we could, uh, we could our, our behavior might line up with what the world deems as good, but positionally, if we have yet to come to a place of faith, repentance, and belief in Christ, positionally, we are still in the category of wicked. There are oftentimes you, you, you talk to people, especially here in the South, and, and you, you ask about their, their, their faith background, their faith journey, um, uh, and, and they'll give you an answer. Well, yeah, I, I, I go to church. I believe in God. I try to be good. Of course I'm saved. But positionally, they still fall under the category of wicked because they've yet to come to a place of repentance. They've yet to come to a place of, by faith, embracing what Christ has done. Uh, it's, it's, it's more than just believing that there is a God. It's more than just attending a church service. It's more than just trying to live a good life according to the patterns, um, according to the, to the standards of what the world considers good. It's about positionally coming to a place where you have received Christ's gift of salvation and forgiveness. So our wickedness might be less about our unrighteousness and more about our self-righteousness, thinking that we can make it to God on our own merit, positionally. So how does this apply? Take, take stock for a moment of, of where you are positionally. Are you in positionally one who is blessed or positionally one who falls in the category of the wicked? Have you come to a place of recognition of who you are as a sinner? who Jesus is as Savior, having repented, believed, confessing that Jesus is Lord, making Him master of your life. If so, if you say, yes, I fall into the category of the blessed, uh, can you recall when that took place in your life and how you can articulate that conversion uh, to Christianity to someone else? If not, regardless of how good or religious you may be, uh, you may fall into the category of the wicked if you've yet to come to a place of, of understanding of who uh, God uh, is, what Christ has done, so that that distance might be bridged and we might be in right relationship with God through Christ. So positionally, positionally, what is the practice of the blessed man? Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers. So he looks at what the blessed man doesn't do, doesn't uh, take on those characteristics of the world around him and those, uh, those voices that are trying to get him off track. But conversely, his delight, the blessed man, his practice, his delight is in the law of the Lord. And on his law he meditates day and night. So the practice of those who are in Christ is delighting in the law of the Lord, the Word of God, and meditating on it day and night. The practice of the blessed man delights in the law, the Word of God, meditates on it day and night. So those who are in Christ, we delight in the Word of God because we recognize it as that. Uh, that this is not just a book of, of rules and regulations, that it's not just some historical document that tells us um, how... God created the world until He's going to return again. No, it is life-giving and through the Word, uh, by the work of the Holy Spirit, uh, because of what Christ has done for the glory of God, uh, there uh, is transformation that comes. There is, um, there is life in it. 
Um, so those of us who are in Christ, we delight in the Word of God and we practice the discipline of daily spending time with the Lord in the Word and prayer. Daily spending time with the Lord. That's the attitude of our heart. We're not just uh, going before the, but before the Word of God and in prayer to check it off of our christian list of things to do so that we can um, get a sticker by our name in Sunday school. No, we want to we posture our hearts before the Lord. We want to spend time with the Lord, our Father, our Creator, our Savior, our Sustainer. Specifically in God's Word to us, just like breathing. We inhale, we exhale. We breathe in God's Word to us. We exhale as we pray uh, God's Word to Him as we pray according to Scripture. Um, so the blessed person, um, those who are in Christ positionally, practices consciously choosing with discipline and resolve to set aside time daily to order his or her life around these practices because he delights in the Word and because that's what's produced as a result. What does it mean to meditate? His delight is in the law of the Lord, and on His law He meditates day and night. This isn't some kind of like Eastern religious type meditation. No, it basically means, and if you want to write down three more words, here they are, to observe the Word, to absorb the Word, and to exhibit the Word. Uh, we observe the Word. We, we, we look at the Word. It gets into our head. It gets into our mind. We, we, uh, we, we read it. That takes discipline and resolve. Uh, so we observe the Word. And then we absorb the Word. It gets into our heart. We are transformed by the Word. It becomes our new attitude that, uh, which coincides with God's Word. And then to exhibit the Word. We do the Word. It gets into our, our hands, uh, into our that's our action. That's our, our response. Uh, we, we do. So as one who is in Christ and who is positioning our lives around daily time with the Lord in the Word and prayer, we do so so that um, we don't just get into God's Word, but God's Word gets into us so that the, the way we behave, the attitudes we have, the thoughts we think, the characteristics that we have will line up with who God has called us to be in Christ Jesus. And it is for His glory alone and for the good of others around us. So application. Let's take stock of where we are when it comes to our practice. Uh, for those of us who are in Christ, to what degree are you delighting in the, in the Word of God and how is that made manifest by your daily time with the Lord in the Word and prayer? Think about that for a moment. If you are in Christ, to what degree are you delighting in the Word of God and arranging your life around daily time with the Lord in the Word and prayer so that you may observe the Word, absorb the Word, and exhibit the Word. That's the practice of the blessed man, the blessed woman. And so what is the product of those who are in Christ, who posture their lives around these spiritual disciplines? The product of the blessed man, he is like a tree, verse 3, he is like a tree planted by streams of water, yielding fruit in season. Leaf does not whisper, wither. In all he does, he prospers. So the product of the blessed man the results of those who are in Christ, who opt not to partake in the things of the world, but the things of the Lord, delighting in His Word, meditating on it consistently. The first result is that ultimately God is glorified. God is glorified because it, whose Word is it? It's His Word. It's for His glory. These changes take place in us by His Spirit, because of the work of His Son. So ultimately, uh, God is receiving the glory when we're experiencing seasons of transformation. Uh, our sanctification, our growth, our uh, holiness isn't ultimately for us. It is for the glory of God. The second result of this is that it is for our good. Uh, we are like a tree planted by streams of water. Uh, so. Uh, this, this idea of a, of a tree planted by a stream whose roots are running deep and whose roots are running into this 
uh, moisture-saturated ground consistently and constantly being nourished by that water, the result of that is that the, the roots are growing strong, the trunk is growing strong, the, 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 the branches are growing, leaves are on that tree, there is fruit being produced, luscious good fruit, uh, the leaf does not dry up and wither because it's maintaining a connectivity to the source that is giving it life, that stream, just like us. For those of us who are, who are running up the down escalator of the, of, of the world and posturing our lives around daily time with the Lord in the Word and, and prayer, this is like us. We are continually, uh, the, our, our roots are drawing strength and uh, uh, life from the source, which is Almighty God through the Word, by the Spirit, because of the work of Christ. And our result is that we're producing fruit. We're growing in Christ-likeness. We're not getting crusty and curmudgeonly and drying up and, and withering away. The leaf doesn't grow, um, the, the leaf doesn't wither. Uh, we prosper in all that we do. Uh, because, because we prosper in, in all his ways, in all he does, he prospers. In all she does, she prospers. Uh, and this is because this blessed man, this blessed woman who uh, is in Christ, who uh, practices these disciplines and who is walking in these things is now not, not prospering according to the ways of the world, but prospering in, in the ways according to God's, to God's Word. Because we're, we're, we're doing things in, in ways that are honorable to the Lord according to the Word. And that is prosperity. And thirdly, the product of the blessed man, first for the glory of God, second uh, for our good, third for others' encouragement. When, when, when we as brothers and sisters in Christ are observing God's Word, absorbing God's Word, and doing, exhibiting God's Word, uh, then we will be others focused. The, the, the spotlight and the focus and the attention comes off of ourselves and onto others uh, in the church and those who have yet to be in the church. And so this will be for others good when we're functioning as the body of Christ, both in biblical community and in evangelism for those who have yet to hear or who you have yet to respond to the, to the gospel of Jesus Christ. So, how does this apply to us? Take, talk, take stock for a moment of, of where you are in, in this uh, product principle. If your life were depicted as a tree, are you one who is producing fruit? Are you more like Christ and transformed by the Spirit in this season more so than you were in a previous season? Or, Taking stock, are your limbs fruitless? Are your leaves dry and withery? So what is our response uh, to all of this? Well, you look back through this popular psalm, and it's, it's pretty easy to see what is our response to this. So what are some areas in which you are walking in the counsel of the wicked, standing in the way of sinners, or sitting in the seat of mockers? Are you willing to turn from those postures and behaviors in an attitude of repentance uh, in line to who God has called us to be in Christ Jesus through the Word? What steps are you taking in order to be a man or a woman of the Word, filling your mind with the things of Him, this idea of daily time with the Lord in the Word and prayer? How are you directing your mind to Him daily? We're going to talk more about that tonight. Um, how is that determining uh, the attitude of your heart, your character, and how does that affect your behavior? For those of you who are consistently spending time with the Lord in the Word and prayer, uh, how are you different as a result of that? Um, maybe you're here today and realize that positionally, positionally you fall into the category of the wicked. You might not necessarily be a bad person uh, according to those around you, but because you've yet to repent and by faith believe that Jesus is who He said He is, and did what history proves he did for our redemption, perhaps this is the day when you put a stake in the ground and go all in when it comes to your salvation. And we'll start, a, we'll start another year uh, in three days. And maybe now would be a good time to put a stake in the ground uh, concerning some new disciplines. Maybe you need to think about, you know what, I'm not. I am uh, a Christ follower. Positionally, I am blessed. 
but I don't practice these disciplines. I don't, I don't have a plan for that. I don't have uh, discipline for that. I don't have accountability. Maybe today's the day that you start to take stock of, of where uh, some changes might need to come in your life so that uh, you will be like a tree planted by streams of water uh, whose roots run deep, who's continually being nourished and saturated by truth and bearing fruit, uh, not growing withery or crusty or stale or dry. So I trust that uh, as we have a time of response that you will take stock and as the Lord leads, you will uh, do business with the Lord. I'll pray. Uh, we'll sing a song. Um, and then I trust that, that you'll do business as the Lord leads. There will be some deacons available if you have some, um, some, some church-related uh, business you want to take care of. Otherwise, the, the altar is open. I'll be available uh, to pray with or chat with you as well. Uh, Father, we do thank you so much for the truth of your word. Uh, we thank you, Lord, for the grace that is found in Christ Jesus. Uh, we thank you, Lord, for an opportunity to gather together uh, in worship. I pray, Lord, that, um, that, that you would... Uh, allow us to be honest and, and open and uh, vulnerable with, with who we are and with those around us so that uh, we will walk in a, a manner that is pleasing to you in a manner that, that lines up with who you've called us to be according to your word. I pray, Lord, that it, um, if there's anybody here who um, positionally still falls under the category of, of, of wicked because of their um, lack of response and their uh, self-righteousness. I pray, Lord, that uh, you would draw them to yourself and that you would open their eyes and uh, give them the, the, the gift of faith and repentance and belief in who you are. Uh, God, I pray that we would all be men and women who take seriously the call to uh, delight ourselves in the truth of, of, of your word and that we would um, posture our lives around those disciplines. Lord, that uh, we would walk in them and that by your grace and by your spirit, um, we would do so. And that would be a great uh, testament to those around us, both in the church body and those who are uh, far from you. And Lord, may uh, a great revival take place as we as Christ followers uh, take seriously this call uh, to go and, and make disciples. Uh, we do love you, and we trust that uh, as you work in our lives, we will respond in obedience. We pray in Christ's name. Amen. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today from Bryansburg Missionary Baptist Church. If you need spiritual help with the relationship with the Lord, please call 270-527-3757. Also, we would like to invite you to attend our services. On Sunday morning, Sunday school begins at 10 a.m. and our worship service is at 11 a.m. On Sunday evening, discipleship training begins at 5 p.m. with our worship service at 6 p.m. You may also view our Sunday worship services live on Mediacom Inspiration Channel 93. On Wednesday night, our worship service begins at 7 p.m. Once again, thanks for listening and may God bless you and your family.